Welcome to Wrestling Discussions. I'm your host, Ashley Janae, here to talk about WWE topics. Welcome to Wrestling Discussions, Episode 6. I'm your host, Ashley Janae, and as usual, I want to thank God for blessing me to do another episode of Wrestling Discussions, and I also want to thank all of the listeners for tuning in to today's episode, which is going to be very fun, very epic, and very entertaining, and it's because I have a very special guest. He's training to become the next World Heavyweight Champion. He's a very successful filmmaker, so please check out his videos on Facebook, on his Facebook page, and on vmo.com. And he's also in the funeral business, so he's definitely a hustler. So please welcome my guest at this time, Wade Simmons, to Wrestling Discussions. So how are you today? Oh, I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm doing good. I'm good. I'm blessed. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, it's another day. So as long as I get that, I'm all good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, tell the listeners about yourself. So I'm Wade Simmons. I'm uh, 31 years old. I am a filmmaker. I'm also a funeral service worker. And I have done some pro wrestling training. Um, I'm, you know, looking to be more of a manager. But I mean, like, I love it. You know, I mean, it's um, it's kind of new territories for me. But, you know, I'm I'm loving it and just trying to feel my way around it, you know. Okay, well, that's good. That's good. Ain't nothing wrong with getting your feet in the door. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, yeah, it's, it's been it's been fun. You know, I I think um, I think for, I think for the most part, like you know, there's a lot of people that I know in it that are like kind of doing it more on a full time basis. Mm-hmm. I do it more so for fun. So I mean, it's it's pretty cool because like I've I've gotten a chance to meet some people from AEW. I've gotten a chance to meet some former WWE superstars. I mean, it, man, it, it's been a blast, I tell you. I, I know it has. It's, it's basically like a dream come true because it's like, I'm sure you grew up idolizing those guys and to be around some of them. I know that's a blessing. Yeah, it is. Like um, Carlito was one of my favorite wrestlers as a kid. And, and it was funny because we had a show a while back and he was one of our special guests. And uh, it was, it was kind of nice just to see him in person and, you know, but but it it is kind of funny because it's like, you know, like these are some people that we used to watch on TV and everything and look up to. It. Like now that you know, getting a chance to work with them and even some of the up and coming talent. Like I mean, it's been pretty cool. Oh yeah, most definitely. And it was good to see him again because he did make a comeback briefly at Backlash this year. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that that was pretty cool. I'm I'm glad that WWE, you know, bringing you know brought him back because like you know it's. You know, a, a lot of a lot of people are kind of like living in the past for wrestling, but like you know, I think that it's pretty cool to, you know, recognize the people who were there before and kind of you know intertwine them with the younger talent. You know, it, exactly. Yep, it is a smart idea. Like you see, Rey Mysterio still around now. He done been wrestling for over thirty years, and to see him still being around, mentoring people as well. You know, that's a great thing. And I think that is smart for the WWE to have the older wrestlers come back or stick around to mentor the current superstars. I just think that was the best thing they could have came up with. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I I, I like Brock Lesnar still hanging around. I, I kind of like the new look. Like, you know, I, I never thought I would see Brock Lesnar as a cowboy, but it's I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would have never thought I'd see him with long hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with the braided ponytail. Yeah, different look. But, you know, it, 
it's, it's working out for him pretty good, though, you know? Yep, it is. It is. And then that was a grueling match he had with uh, Cody Rhodes. But I'm oh. glad that Cody got the win, dog. And I, and I felt like it was well-deserved. Yeah, well, you know what? The, the, the thing that I like about Cody Rhodes is, like, you know, like, I kind of like what WWE did with the storyline because, like, I remember Cody Rhodes saying, like, um, you know, there was a time where, like, you know, he would see certain people, you know, like, on the on the WrestleMania, like, you know, billboards or whatever, like, on the buses. And, like, you know, it's like he kind of got tired of seeing the same people. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, he always knew that he was just good enough to be in that spot, too. And, like, you know, being somebody that's kind of had, you know, some experience with pro wrestling, I can totally understand where he's coming from because, like, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of people that be at the top so long. But, I mean, at the end of the day, like, it's so many, like, talented people out here, like, I mean, up and coming. And, like, and, and really, to be honest, like, the indie scene is, like, really doing really well right now. Oh, yeah. I, I already know because uh, Sasha Banks, and okay, she's now known as Mercedes Money now. She's over in New Japan wrestling. And also uh, with TNA, they have Naomi over there. Nice. So, yeah, you write about that. The Indies are starting to elevate, which is good. And it is well-deserved because you have uh, some wrestlers that started off in the Indies. Like yeah. CM Punk started off in the Indies. Yep. Uh, Shinsuke, Shinsuke Nakamura started off in the Indies. Yep. All of them started off. Yep. And you see where they at now. Yeah, and I mean, to, to be honest with you, you know, um, you know, maybe WWE don't really want people saying this, but I think that some of them, you know, really probably want to go back to the Indies because I think it's just one of them things where, like, you know, sometimes, I, you know, people realize, like, you have to do what's comfortable for you and you got to do what works for you because, like, you know, don't, don't, get, don't get me wrong. I've seen some things and some promotions that I didn't like either, you know. Mm-hmm. You know some things that I won't go too much into detail about, but it's like you know you you just got to do what's comfortable for you, you know. And like that, if you if you're not growing where you are, go somewhere different, you know. That's true. That's true. And I, and then my hats go off to Sasha Banks and Naomi for what they did because at the end of the day, it's all about happiness. And you and you just said it. You have to do what works out for you, not yeah. what's working out for nobody else, but for you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because I got, you know, I got a lot of friends. Um, well, I'm not gonna say a lot of friends. I know a lot of people in wrestling now, but I, I got like two. Um, I really call them friends of mine that you know are still like you know faithfully hanging around and hanging into. Because like with me, it's more like an off and on thing. Like I, I go when I can, but, mm-hmm. but but my friend John and my buddy Levi, like you know, they they are dedicated and they're in it and they're they're always there. Like you know, and those guys are very talented and like you know, I I, I like that they're doing their thing and um, but but uh, but I also saw people that I felt should have got promoted that they didn't promote. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like you know that that kind of stuff really don't sit well with me. You know. I know. Yeah, it's kind of like a hit or a miss, or it might be a situation with favoritism too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because like, like I said, you know, I, I'm not gonna go too far into detail, but I, I've seen things that I didn't like. But you know, me, the way that I was raised and I grew up, I learned that like, you know, you never let anybody hold you back. Like, you know, you got you got to do what's best for you, and like, you know, you be respectful to other people. But like, I feel like you got to you got to go where you got to go where you're gonna be utilized. Because you know, outside of working, you know, outside of pro wrestling, I mean. I spend most of my time working in a funeral home and time don't wait on nobody. 
So that's you can't right. make waste your time, you know. Yep, that that's so true. You have to again. You can't wait around on nobody. You have to do what's best for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And then what got you into wrestling? Well, actually, filmmaking actually. Because I was actually planning on making a documentary about pro wrestling, and um, I reached out to Steve Boz, and and um, I knew that CSW like had a lot of things going on and stuff, and so uh, he invited me to come out. And so when I got there, you know, he was like, um, he knew, you know, I talked to him about how I used to wrestle in high school and stuff, and he was like, um, he was like, well, when are you gonna start training? I'm like, well, I'll start next week. <laughs> mm, okay, okay. So hey, so you said, I ain't backing down. I'm gonna do this. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I I had a, and like I said, I, I had a, I had a lot of fun with it. And like I said, you know, because of work and me filmmaking and doing the funeral stuff, mm-hmm. I'm not always able to get there like I want to. But I mean, you know, it, it's just a blessing being able to be connected to it. You know. And, exactly. and being able to meet so many people. Now, not everybody's nice, but I mean, for the most part, like, you know, I've met some pretty interesting people. And, like, I'm proud of, you know, everybody doing great things. Like, I see um Sky Blue, she just, AEW just signed her full time. So, like, I mean, that's really a blessing seeing that. You know, I'm, I'm always happy for anybody that's doing well, you know? Exactly. Yes. Yes. I mean, because you only live once, so you want to be able to do everything you said you're gonna do, and then too, you want to be successful at it. Yeah. But this, but this is my thing, though. Like whether it's pro wrestling or whether it's funerals, because I mean, I I've been I've been hanging around pro wrestling now for almost two and a half years. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. You know, okay. Like I said, I got a I got like a light switch off and on type of relationship with it. But I mean, for the most part, but. My thing is this is like I always say no matter what you could do, no matter how long you've been doing it, if you've been doing it, like I've been in the funeral business for 12 years now. But one thing I learned is that when people come in and they're new to it, you know, I always feel like don't try to make it harder for the next person just because it was hard for you. Like, you know, you use your lessons, help other people and push them forward. Like, you know, that that's what I can say about that. Exactly. I agree. I agree. You know, I mean, you it's nothing wrong with helping the person and trying to make it as easy as possible for them, too. Yeah. Yeah. Because like I said, I, I, I kind of saw some of that in pro wrestling. I, and I, I didn't I didn't like see I'm an outspoken person. I ain't going to sugarcoat nothing. I got God on my side. So I ain't that, gonna, that's right. That's you know, I, I, I don't sugarcoat nothing for nobody. Like I, I tell the truth. But like, you know, like I say, not everybody like it's, it's a lot of cool people, but. You know, my thing is like, you know, just because you've been doing something longer, you know, that doesn't give you the right to mistreat people, you know? I agree. I agree. Because at the end of the day, you want to you want to treat people the way you want to be treated. You don't want to just go around mistreating people because you feel like you have that power above them to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, you don't want to do that. And then and then that's and then that's when people just don't decide they don't want to work with you no more because of how you treat people. And then that's another thing. You have to be careful how you treat people because that comes back to you. I know. And like I say, like, you know, be, be, before anything else, before wrestling, filmmaking, funeral service, I mean, I'm a child of God. I'm a human being. So I'm all I'm a always treat people right above that's anything, true. you know? Yep. Yeah, that that's true. That's true. Cause God will, God, God bless those that's good to people, and that's that's uh, good to people, basically. Yeah, but like I say, yeah. I, I put I put that before anything, you know. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but yeah. I like, but I'm telling you the truth. Like it is it is it's, it's a lot of it's a lot of people in there that, that are not so nice, but like I said, like you gotta treat people right no matter who you are, you know. That that's true, that's true. Because I mean you can easily I mean, I'm sure a long time ago that person couldn't have been in that person's footsteps and and things yeah. like that. So yeah, yeah, you're right. It's just all about, you know, treating people with, with respect. You give respect in order to earn it back, basically. That's what yeah, I'm a firm believer of. Absolutely, because like I said, you know, like, you know, um, it, it's a really nice community to be a part of, but it's just, you know, I believe that anybody that want to be a part of that community, just, you know, make sure that you be nice to people, because I, I think that that's one thing that, you know, people don't realize. And then, too, even with pro wrestling and film, any industry, like, you know, when you're dealing with people, sometimes it can be a lot of envy, a lot of jealousy. But, like, one thing I learned mm -hmm. is, like, Never be jealous of anybody because you know God got a timing for everybody, but you gotta know when your season is. And like I said, like you know, if you know that you're talented and you know and you know that you can do good at what you do, like I learned that never get mad at the roadblocks. Like, you know, you just pray about it and you you know, you just know you just let God lead you because God is the one that opened doors, he the one that closed doors too, you know. So like that's so true. Need to do something. I don't care what it is. Nobody can stop you from doing something that that, that God has ordained you to do. My thing is just like you just got to, you know, stay prayerful and be nice to people because I, I believe that above anything, that's that's more important than anything is how you treat people. That That's so true. That's so true because believe in what goes around comes around. That's what mm -hmm. I believe in. So, yeah. yes, I agree. I agree. So now you now okay. So now are you currently now you said you currently still training to become a wrestler or are you mostly into the management part? More more into the managing part. Now they now they were trying to push me to be a wrestler, but I'm like you know I I want to be a manager. Like you know going into it, I already knew what I wanted to do. So you know we're tr we're trying to kind of work that out. You know with my schedule and everything. But, but I mean, for the most part, like I said, I'm I'm ready. You know, even if they ain't ready, you know, I'm I'm, I'm gonna be managing somewhere. <laughs> exactly, and it's nothing wrong with that, though, because at yeah. least you're still involved in the business, though. Mm -hmm. Because I know you. I mean, you because you had a lot great. You had a lot of great managers back in the WWE. I oh mean, yeah. Had, I talked about Miss Elizabeth in my last episode. You know, you know, she was a very great manager, sensational Sherry. All them guys were great uh, managers. I mean, yeah. uh, women were great managers. Yeah. And, and you know, my thing is like, it's always better when you do something that you like. Like, like I know that there are some wrestlers that, um, you know, and a lot of people don't talk about this, but there were some wrestlers who they tried to make be managers and they didn't want to be. Mm -hmm. And my thing is that I think that, you know, because again, I might be two years into pro wrestling, but storytelling, I've been I've been doing that for a while, you know, so I'm no novice to that. And one thing that I learned about the entertainment, because because wrestling is entertainment. That's true, yeah. One thing I learned about entertainment period is that, you know, even though people are acting or they're telling the story, you have to give people the a little bit of leeway to kind of do what they're comfortable with because I think that that's the one thing that really kills the wrestling industry is like, you know, a lot of these people that we cheer for, sometimes, you know, backstage they're not happy or because, mm -hmm. you know, they don't, they don't, they don't have the creative control or things like that. So it's like, you know, my thing is that I, I just hope that they'd be a little more, you know, liberated from that, you know? 
Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. And then that was one of the reasons why Dean Ambrose, a.k.a. John Moxley, left the WWE because he didn't like the direction that his character was going in. Yeah. And then yeah. he did right, though. I mean, in the end, and that goes back to what you said earlier, though. It's all about happiness. You have to do what what, yeah. what, what works out for you. Yeah. And he and he's happy at AEW, it looked like. Yeah, and you know AEW, like I said, they're they're doing their thing because I've I've met some of their talent and um you know got a chance to work shows with, you know some people from there and, and like and like I said, you know there's a lot of great people in that industry. I mean, and the funny thing about the the pro wrestling community is that before I got into it, I didn't know that it was like like it was because like. You know, like what kind of seemed like really impossible. It was like, you know, it's like, no, all you got to do, like, if it's something you really want to do is just go for it. You know, you know, give it a try, start meeting people and things like that. And, and once I started meeting people and, you know, just hanging around it, like I, I fell in love with it, you know. But, you know, I mean, to give me to be honest with you, like I tell people everything that I'm doing, I, I love it all equally. But like pro wrestling, it was like, you know, just being able to be involved in it and get a chance to meet people like it's 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 been fun to be honest it's been really fun uh, oh yes i'm sure it is it's like i mean it's like you're going down memory lane like uh, uh meeting people that you grew up watching and then also meeting the talent that exists today yeah so I'm, I'm, I'm sure that's definitely a blessing and then it's and then one thing about wrestling is you get to travel so i'm sure you've traveled to a lot of uh states what a, what a, the thing about wrestling too is like a, a lot of the people that we train with like every week like like a lot of people don't think about this but a lot of people that are in that community they are working even whether they're a good person whether they're a bad person they are working and putting their name out there now, that's one thing I can say about that community like every weekend there's pretty much a show I mean uh, Friday night Saturday night uh, Sunday night so I mean that that alone will keep you occupied that's true yeah I mean like every literally like almost every week there's a show so like a a lot of the ones that are kind of already out there doing their thing like you know I take my head off to them because you know I mean I mean between Wisconsin and Iowa you know you know surrounding states of Illinois like you know they they there you know Exactly. They putting in work and they and they putting their bodies on the line each and every week just to entertain the fans. Absolutely. And it's and it's just really like amazing because like I said, one thing I can say about that industry, those individuals in it, they are working for their spot. Like they are they're putting in the hard work and you know, not now like I said, I'm not to say that there's still some people that I that I feel should still be getting promoted, but I can say that. You know, they they ain't out here just talking about it. Like they are literally just, you know, they're You know, I put it like this: they putting blood, sweat, and tears on the line. Exactly. Yep. And, and that's what you're supposed to do. You gonna you could. I mean, if you want it, you are gonna have to make sacrifices. Yeah. So that's just how it is, though. So unfortunately, they're gonna have to sacrifice their bodies to get to where they want to. Yeah. But it's like once you sign your name on that dotted line, you already know what you're getting yourself into. Oh yeah, absolutely. But like, but that's why, like I said, for me. It's definitely more of a hobby, um, you know. Like, like I say, like don't don't get me wrong. Like, it's fun and everything. But like I said, I, I got my hands full with a lot of stuff. I mean, it's just to me, it's it's more like a luxury of life to me, you know. Mhm. Yeah, to uh, be able to do to do what you and uh, what you enjoy doing. Yeah. And, and then to be proud of what you do too. That's Absolutely. The biggest thing. And you know, and what I and what I like about what one of the trainers said, I. 
I love when he said, you know, he said, but some of you all, you all are going to go in this all the way. He said, but then there's some of you all, like, you all just cool with just doing it when you want to. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, that's me, you know, because like I tell people like, you know, uh, pro wrestling wasn't something that was necessarily like my dream to do, but it was just like the opportunity came out of what I love. And so it's like, you know, I give it a try. You know, one, one thing about me, I, I, I take opportunities. So, hey, you know, yeah, exactly. if, if the right ones present themselves, hey, I'll take them. <laughs> That's true, because one, that, there's that saying, opportunity comes once in a lifetime. Absolutely. Yeah, so it's either you're going to take it at that time or, hey, I mean, or you don't take it. Yeah. Now, who was your favorite wrestler coming up? So my favorite wrestler, um, I was always a Shawn Michaels fan. Like, I mean, okay. yes, at HBK, uh, yeah, he will always be my all-time favorite wrestler. I mean, one thing I what stood out to me about uh, Shawn was, you know, just his, um, well, just how dedicated he was to the sport. You could tell he was dedicated, and you could tell he was passionate about what he did for a living. And then he had so many years of experience too. Cause he knew he knew when he, when he was a kid that's what he wanted to do. He knew he wanted to wrestle and be the best that he can be. And yeah. you look at it now, years later, he's a two-time Hall of Famer. So that yeah. tells you right there he put in the work, and then that's why he became the showstopper, the icon yeah, in yes. the Hall of Famer. And then and then he got the best super kick out of all out of um the he got one of the best super kicks of all time. Yeah. You know, sweet chin music, and then that diving elbow was real cool too. So yeah. yeah, so and then he was also resilient too. That was another word I was looking for. You know, he'd take a beating, get back up, and still uh, and still fight back. I like I like I like how Shawn Michael sell. You know, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Him and Rick Flair, they was good at it. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, they could chop too. Yeah, that was one thing I give Shawn. Uh, Shawn could chop well, just like Rick. Yeah. But yeah, and I would have to say my uh, Sean, I had a lot. I have a lot of favorite Shawn Michael matches. Now the one I'm a now the um now the, my first favorite match with him would have to be the one that Bad Blood in 2004 when he went against Triple H. Even though he didn't win that fight, but that match, but it was still a great fight because he was resilient through that whole entire match. Yeah, I remember that match was very gruesome too. Everybody was bleeding. Triple H was bleeding. Shawn was bleeding, but they still gave it they all. Yeah, and I would have to say another favorite match of mine was when he went against Shelton Benjamin on Monday Night Raw. So and he had won that match with a super uh, using his super kick. But what happened was Shelton had jumped up in the air trying to uh, clothesline him in the air. Sean caught him and kicked him, and that was it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so sure. yeah, I remember that was a great match that I still remember to this day, and it's been over fifteen years. That would have to be my favorite match. Yeah. But I think that, and then also he went against the Undertaker at WrestleMania, at, uh, those two WrestleManias. That yeah, was yeah. my favorite match. He put, they put on the show, and that will always be one of my all-time favorite matches for Sean. Yeah. And it was hard to see him retire, but it's like at some point they're gonna have to retire. Oh yeah, and I mean, and 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 I and I mean to be honest, Shawn Michaels had a really nice career. I mean, yeah, and, and you got to think about it. Some people in that industry don't even last as long as he did. Mm -mm. I mean, you know, because of, because there's a lot of short careers in pro wrestling too. That's true. Yes. You know, so I mean, and I mean, that's not necessarily a bad thing because, like, I, I feel like life works out for people either way. But I'm just saying, like, you know, his career has been pretty good. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, he has. And he's beating the best out of his career, too. So then, and, then yeah. that, and that shows it, too, with him being a two-time Hall of Famer. And then he has control over NXT. So that tells you right there that uh, he, he knew what he was doing. And then he, and he beat the best. Yeah. Now, my favorite wrestler was the road dog, Jesse James, coming up. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, 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 that was one of him. Him and Kane was one of my favorites. Oh yeah, the big red machine. Yeah, definitely. I have to yeah. agree. But then, I, like around, like you know, but then as I started getting a little older, like you know, Kane and Road Dog will always be my all-time favorite. Mm-hmm. But, but then, like you know, as I started getting older, I started liking CM Punk and and I, and Carlito was one of my favorite. But I'm but I'm gonna tell you why I like CM Punk because. Me, he reminded me like I like you know a lot of people got controversy over who he is, but like to me, what I like about him, but he's very outspoken. Oh yeah, and, and to me that and that resonated. I mean, not only are we from the same city, but I mean it's like you know with him, I respect him because I like, I I liked how some of the character that he brought to, you know his his wrestling. I feel like that. I feel like some of that was really him. You know, like he was being able to speak out and. You know, uh, it was on his mind, and I know everybody don't like that, but I, but I, I really respected that about him. You know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He let them know what's up. I think that was back in the, uh in 2011 or 2012. That was when he was pretty much done with the company, and uh, he was getting tired of being treated any kind of way. And I think he was upset about WrestleMania. I think him and John Cena was supposed to have a match at Mania, but The Rock came back and headlined at the show instead of him. Yeah. So I think it may have had something to do with that. Yeah, and and I mean, and, and I mean, I know like a lot of people have mixed emotion about CM Punk, but I mean, to me, he, to me, he's one of also my favorites because like I, I I like I like his character. I mean, sometimes when when things are not the way they should be, you should have mm-hmm. people outspoken. I mean, I know everybody don't like that, but somebody got to say something sometimes, you know. Yeah, that's true. Because if if, if nobody say, say anything, they're going to keep on doing it. They're thinking it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, mean, because, I just guess he had enough. Yeah, because I'm going to be honest. Like, I, I was at a show one time and um, I saw something that I didn't like. But, one of, but a friend of mine, he was nice enough to talk to one of the other wrestlers. And, you know, and the one guy said, well, you know, it wasn't my idea, but they, you know, I'm not going to lie. It was a, it was a racial thing. And, you know, I ain't going to call no names, nothing like that, but I didn't, I didn't like that. You know, I mean, it was kind of, and it was doing Black History Month at that. So like, you know, I, I felt like it was a little insensitive, you know. Oh, yeah. And, and, you know, I'm not, I'm not one that really get bent up out of shape about that. But I, but I, but my concern is that if I saw that, how do you think other people going to view? Exactly. They're going to probably view it the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And then when people start speaking out against it, then it becomes a problem because you got some people that don't want to hear what you have yeah. to say. But see me, my thing is that everything that I do, I always do it in love. Like I'm, I'm not one to take it like, you know, like take it overboard. Like I'm one of the people that would probably pull people to the side and, you know, but I mean, that, and that's why, like I said, I didn't call no names or nothing like that. But I think, you know, in the times we live in that people have to be, you definitely have to be mindful of what you portray, what you put out. I mean, you know, because you got you gotta you gotta really be considerate of people, you know. I mean, you may not mean any harm, but it's just it's just you know, it it was a saying I was once told to be conscious of other people's conscience. Mm-hmm. 
Exactly. Um, so you might you somebody might um uh, say might make up a joke or something. It might be funny to them, but you don't know. It might not be funny to that other person. Yeah. You could have offended that other person. Yep. You know, and that's why, like, I'm not gonna lie. Like going into pro wrestling, like I, I, I you probably about the first person I'm telling this to. But you know, even though I worked in the funeral home, like I was struggling with if I really wanted to use that as a gimmick, because then I know the first thing people going to say, oh, he's just trying to be the undertaker. But like, but like my thing, I ain't trying to be like nobody. <laughs> you know exactly. what I'm saying? You got like, to have you know? your own identity with yeah. wrestling. Yeah, always. Like, like I said, I mean, much respect to him. You know, I mean, he was a great dude, but like I tell people, what, what I wanted to bring into it, I, I ain't trying to be like nobody, you know? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, because it's all about what makes you happy, too. Yeah, and I mean, don't get don't get me wrong. I mean, I could incorporate it in it because I mean, I've I've literally did that twelve years of my life. But it's like you know, I wanted to kind of bring bring it to the table from a different aspect. You know? Exactly, because if you look at a Paul Barrow did it for many years when he managed to Undertaker and Kane, he did well with that gimmick and yeah. he lived that life. He was really a, a Paul yeah. Barrow. I mean, a, well, he was really in the funeral business in real life. Yeah. And that's and that's how that character and that's why he did so well with his character because he lived it he did it yeah yeah exactly so yeah i mean i, I don't i don't I, I don't see nothing wrong with it yeah and see that and see that's my thing that you know it's about you know it's it's about being genuine whatever you do mm -hmm. exactly yes that's what it's all about and then, so, so, like, what is the uh, the training process like um, with becoming a wrestler? Because I, I know you, I know you, you've done the training process and you've seen it. So, what is it like? So normally, how it goes is like, you know, they we where the place that I'm with, we they do have breakfast every Tuesday and Thursday. Okay. When I, when I do go, I go on Thursdays. Um, but what ends up happening is like, um, we go to training, we do like drills, kind of like. I don't I don't know if like you're familiar with like you know the uh, like the high school style wrestling and college wrestling like you know kind of like how, how they would do the drills like the rolls and all those things uh -huh. you know little exercises and then once you kind of loose up a little bit you know then we would just start training it and learning different moves because of course you got to learn how to fall you got you got to learn how to take bumps yeah you got to learn how to work safely because the the thing about Pro wrestling is, I mean, it's like a dance. Like you gotta, you 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 got you gotta know the language and you gotta know who you're working with, and you and you gotta make sure that you know the proper and safe way to do the moves. You know, exactly. Yeah, because it seems like one bad move is over with. Yeah, because you don't want to. The worst thing, the worst thing you can ever do is go in there and hurt yourself. Exactly. Yes, because I, because I, because I, I've seen some stuff on um on YouTube with injuries. I mean, people are getting paralyzed, people getting concussions, you know, breaking they, uh, they, they joints coming out of socket and things like that. I've seen some stuff. Yeah. So yeah, that's why, yeah, safety is key. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, uh, and, and then how hard are the ropes in the mat when you fall? Uh, well, it's, it's, I mean, yeah, if you hit your head on, like, the bottom one, you can bust your head open. Because, you know, that's that's like metal, yeah. Yeah. Wow. wow. And then what about the ropes? Yeah, the ropes. I mean, you know, uh, some, of, some of them are, like, you know, safer. But the one but the one at the bottom is, like, metal. So you definitely don't want to hit that one. Okay, yeah. 
Yeah, because I've always been curious about that. Like, how is the training process? I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, you can you can still you can still get hurt because, like, you know, one one of my friends, Jalen, who was training with us, like on the first maybe like the first four weeks of training, like uh, he came down the wrong way and sprained his ankle. Oh, yeah. Wow. And, and how long did he have to sit out for? Uh, he was out for like. He might have been out for like two weeks. Oh, okay, yeah. But it, wow. it, it, it wasn't too bad. Thank, thankfully, I never. Thankfully, like I never got hurt or anything like that. But like it was. But like I said, me they they were training me to wrestle. But like I told them, I'm like I want to manage, so I, I I can understand taking bumps and and all that. Because, but then the thing is, like you know, you got to know the moves. You got to know how to call the match. Exactly, because I yeah, because I know it's all about uh, communication too. Yeah, but you know what? But but since I've gotten into it, I learned that all of the people involved, you you ha you have to be you have to have knowledge of how it goes because you know like because and most times like some of the some of the referees trained as wrestlers too. I mean, you know, you'll be surprised like because a lot of people when they get into it, they'll be like. You know, like these, like these people are just refs or this, that. But, but a lot of times you will find out that some of the refs train too. You know, they need to because you'll be mm -hmm. seeing on wrestling that that they sometimes get hit, knocked over, thrown out the ring. So they do have to know how to take some bumps and stuff. So yeah. I that so I could definitely believe that that they do need training, and which is for their own good and safety as well. Absolutely. Yeah, and then, and then what was um the like what what was one of the worst injuries you've seen? With training and wrestling, I'm trying to see. Uh -uh. Did somebody hit the head one day? Uh huh. I I can't really remember everything, but I, I think somebody might have hit the head one day. Oh. Yeah. But, but, yeah, but but yeah, but my but my but my thing is like yeah, like man, like ooh, them injuries. Yeah, you can really you can really get hurt. Oh yeah, I could believe it too, and that's why safety is key. So did that person uh need uh was that person bleeding or not? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was ble he was bleeding out the top of his head. Oh wow! So I know he needed a lot of stitches. Yeah, but yeah, but I mean, like, ooh, wait, yeah, but like I said, see, that's my thing. It's like I made sure I was good. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, because I mean, like I said, one bad move is it. And that's why they be telling people not to try that at home. So and, now I see as an adult why they said don't try that at home. Because we, when me and my brother was younger, we used to wrestle uh, every day after school. We would come home, uh, do our homework, have a snack, and wrestle. But not knowing how dangerous that was. Yeah, I know because I remember one time we, you know, we used to wrestle a lot too. Uh, like growing up, even in, in my neighborhood where I live, like me, and my friend Cross, and my brother. My friend Jordan Rodgers and Gus, my brother Corinthian, we'll be out there in the yard and we wrestling one time. I think mm -hmm. we broke a few, uh, a few flower pots. And, <laughs> and one time, my brother, I think he he speared my friend Jeremy at their new house and put a hole in the wall. It was... <laughs> yeah, I know that. Yeah, I know somebody got in trouble for that. Yeah, but you know what? But I mean, but it's it's amazing that wrestling had that kind of impact on people and i mean because most of us loved it coming up you know mm -hmm. oh i was definitely a fan of it like i said i was into the video games 
and I was um into the wrestling moves and I was uh into going to the uh actual wrestling events too yeah. because uh, I was supposed to go to WrestleMania 22 but what happened was my daddy was unable to get the tickets at the time because they sold okay. out like that so I yeah. ended up going to Raw after WrestleMania and then I went to the fan access before Mania and that was a beautiful experience an experience I would never forget yeah, and you know what? But see, that's the thing that I like about pro wrestling too. Is like, you know, I take my head off to those in it because whether you're doing it on a bigger stage or on the indie scene, one thing that 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 industry is about, they love their fans because, like, be honest with you, like even before the show starts, right? Uh huh. You you got you got the talent setting up, you know, greeting fans, taking pictures, and you know, I mean, because like you know, he, even at even at our shows, like like Hornswoggle, he came. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a chance to meet Scotty too. Howdy, he came, and, and what I love about them, like you know, they they be right there greeting the fans, and, and they and they spend a lot of time before the show greeting their fans, you know. Exactly, because the fans make you who you are. Because I know I had my dad on the epi- on on la- on the last episode I did, and he made a good point. He said your fans make you who you are. So I mean, it's so it's so important to like acknowledge that and then be grateful for that. Yeah, absolutely. Because like, you know, I'm I mean, and that's and that's the thing is like, I love it. Like when we be at the shows, mm-hmm. and you hear the crowd cheering and. I mean, it's amazing, you know. I mean, it, it almost brings tears to your eyes, you know. I, it, it do because it's like that's that's the that's the best feeling in the world when you walk through them curtains and you getting cheers. That's that's the best feeling in the world. And then when you have a sleeper hole put on you and they start chanting your name to get back up on your feet, that really does help them. Yeah, but I mean, but but I mean, but that but that's the that's the beauty of it, like to see the fans enjoying the show. You know, I mean, it's it's. It, it's a lot. It's a lot of fun, and like I said, like you know, I mean, I'm I'm very blessed to have met the people that I met, and they, and you know, to kind of be able to just, you know, be a part of, you know, I mean, it, it means a lot. It means a lot. Oh yeah, I'm sure it does. I'm I'm, I'm sure it does because it's like you uh you I those are your idols, people you look up to. Yeah, but like when I went to the show and I saw Carlito, I'm like, oh man, like you know, I I ne- I never thought like I'd be like you know be a part of the same show. Like that's that's awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that that was a blessing though. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm sure you all took a lot of pictures too. <laughs> well, you know, like I I've gotten my picture with Hornswoggle and um, and I don't know if you remember Eugene. Oh, of course, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and, like Eugene was cool because he was walking out the building and he and he took a picture with me. But like you know, Carlito, what he did after his match, he he got right out of there. Like he must have went out the back door or something. So after the show, like we normally hang out and, and, and break the ring down and everything, but he got out of there, you know. Yes, I I would never forget Eugene when he had that match at SummerSlam with Triple H. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you my picture with Eugene and Hornswoggle too. Oh, okay, I appreciate it. But yeah, I can't. Yeah, we cannot forget Eugene. He played that role to a T. Yeah, but and it was funny because he, you know, he came out with his intro and everything, and um, man, the show was great. But like, <laughs> man, when with Carlito, he didn't lose a step when he was, you know, he 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 went he went against one of the young guys that's trained with us too. He he's been doing it a lot longer, but it's like. Uh-huh. And then Rhino was just at the last show. I, I remember Rhino, the, uh, the the guy that used to do a spear. I remember him. Yeah. 
Man, yeah, that yeah, that was cool though. Oh, so did Carlito spit in somebody's face with an apple? Yeah, he did. He actually <laughs> did. And, and the and the crowd went wild, but it's and, and the crowd was giving him apples. But like I said, right after the show, like I, I don't know, I I don't know Carlito. He he must have had to go back to the airport or something because he right after his match he was out. <laughs> yeah, I know, but man, that was classic though because you know when Carlito first came, I was not a huge fan of him. Number one, I didn't like how he beat John Cena for that oh, U.S. title. <laughs> I loved it when when he when he used the chain. I loved it. Yeah, man, that that made me mad when I saw that because I'm I'm a now John Cena's my second all time favorite wrestler. So to see that, I was mad. Well, you know what though, I one thing I do like about Carlito, I'm glad you brought it. That was like he won the title on his, on his debut. <laughs> sure did, sure did. I remember too, cause they kept on they they was making noise for him every week, saying Carlito was coming, Carlito was coming, and we know he's the son of Carlos Colon, so we yeah. was really we was really curious about what yep. this person is gonna do. Yeah. But yeah, and, but I did grow to like him before he had left the WWE. I did grow to like him, so yeah. I can. And his brother Primo was uh, wrestled with him too. Yeah, and but you know what I like? I like the one storyline with Carlito and Ric Flair that one time. I think I may remember that. Wasn't that back in 06? Something like that. And I know like Ric Flair was kind of like because like one thing I like about Ric Flair, I I like how like you know don't don't get me wrong mm -hmm. like you know I I don't want to get into all that stuff. But what I what I like about Ric Flair is like that man been doing it so long like like. He really cared about it, and I liked how they used that storyline. Like he was trying to, like, let Carlito know, man, you need to take this a little more serious, man. You know, and and so he challenged him to a match or whatever. But I, but I like I like that about Ric Flair. Like he was, I mean, I, I mean to be honest, he if if whenever he want to lace up the boots again, I mean he probably still will. Yeah, I know, cause you know what I heard. Of, I heard recently he had a wrestling match about a few months ago. I don't think Rick Flair gonna ever retire. To be honest, yeah, I mean, I, 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 don't I know, think so I know they keep saying that, but I mean, he, he, he as long as God allows Rick Flair to be, he, he, he gonna do it as long as he can. Exactly, cause you know what? I watched that documentary and it was so emotional, though, because I, I just had, I didn't have no clue he was going through that. Yeah, what you, you know? know? See, I know, I know he had went through a phase with drinking. It was like he was drinking every single day, and then when his health turned upside down and went for the, and then you know. And it was and then he and he was having a lot of complications. Yeah. It's like you look at he look. I'm sure he looked at life different when he was yeah, blessed with know, a second chance in life. But you know, I I look at it like this because like I'm never a person that gets starstruck. But like one thing I learned is like no matter what aspect of life, because I mean pro wrestling, it is it is a career. Even though it's a hobby to some of us, it is a career to some people. Mm -hmm. and, I mean, at the end of the day, these people are still human. And I mean, you know, everybody have their trials and tribulations. Oh, of course. Yeah. I think right. the thing that makes life fun is when you can wake up every day and do what you love. And I, and I think that's the thing that keeps anybody doing what they, anybody doing what they did. But it's like, you know, sometimes I don't ever really get surprised. I mean, it's me. It's just like, wow. Like when you see this, you just, because like, because I know people that are in the industry that like, you know, some, some of them, like, you know, would have said even this, like, you know, I'm always at a show with them and I'm getting burned out, man. Like, I might need to take a break. 
Yep, and then and then it's important to listen to your body too. Yeah, see me, I, I it never get to that point for me because I kind of come and go as I please, you know. But. Exactly, <laughs> yep. yeah, because you don't want to, uh, uh, you don't want to bring yourself down to the ground. It ain't worth it. Yeah, I, I got I got a coworker at the funeral. He always said these people ain't gonna kill me. <laughs> okay, yeah, I don't want to get burned out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean because well-being is so important. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, you yeah. know. Yeah. I mean, because you, you, everything else can be replaced. So you got to take care of your health. Yeah, that's true. Yes, yes. Because if if you don't have good health, then you ain't gonna be able to do nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So I totally agree. Yeah. And then I was gonna ask you too. What was your favorite era of WWE? Uh, I, I'm gonna always say the Attitude. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because like, you know, like I said, back back with the DX and the New Age Outlaw and, you know, I, it just, and even the Rock and Stone Cold, like, I mean, I will never really forget those era because what I liked about the Rock and Stone Cold, like, those were like the two that always stood up to Vince McMahon. Oh, yeah, that makes no mess. And, and, and I, I can't forget about Chris Jericho, like, that Chris Jericho was one of my favorite debuts coming into WWE. Mm -hmm. I agree. Because I, I like how the rock is like, and who are you? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said, it doesn't matter what your name is. I yeah. remember. Yeah, but Chris Jericho, I mean, he's also, he, I mean, he, he's also amazing talent, too, you know. Oh, yeah. He's he been in the game a long time. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. And they have paved the way for these current wrestlers. You know, if it wasn't for the rock, Chris Jericho, you wouldn't see the wrestlers that you see today. Yeah, but I mean... I yeah, but I mean, of the newer group of wrestlers like uh Roman Reigns, I gotta say, like seeing them really motivated me, um, really to really take uh wrestling a little more serious. Because, like, when I saw how Roman Reigns was doing the head of the table, and I was looking at like the reaction, and I and I was looking like how, like, like how he was being the bad guy in the story with Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar, I'm like, mm -hmm. I kind of like this, you know. Oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> Yeah, but, yeah, but yeah, he is my fa he is my current favorite wrestler, Roman. But yeah, yeah I mean, and you know he's gonna be undefeated for a long time because I know you saw on Raw about a few weeks ago, Triple H presented the World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah, now and that the belt only, is nice. Yeah, it is. But you, but you know, as much as I like Roman Reigns and I like the story, like it get to a point where like. Sometimes something could go on too long. You know what I'm saying? I agree. Yeah, and, I agree. And, you know, I'm pretty sure they have a good reason for it. But like I said, Roman Reigns, even though he's one of my top favorite guys there right now, is like, to me, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm always conscious of time. And I'm like, you know what? WWE has a lot of talent. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like they should learn how to balance and to promote. Because, because, like I said, I mean, I know that they've been doing it a long time. And 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 they have they have you know been around forever for right now. But my thing is like you know when you have young talent like they got, like don't waste your talent. Like you know you you can't promote everybody all at once. But I but I feel like they should look to develop more other talent. You know. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You know, you just can't. Like I said, you know, you don't want to uh, favor other uh, wrestlers over other people. If you feel, I mean. You got a lot of amazing talent back there. Like, I want to see Ricochet get a push. Yeah. I want to see him become a uh, world heavyweight champion. Yeah. Even, Even though he's doing... Yeah. Even like guys like... I mean, I know Sheamus is a veteran now, but I mean, Mustafa Ali, who was trained by the guy also that that I was training under too, Mr. Steve Bonds, you know I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, Steve, he just wants to call him Steve. Really great guy. But I mean, it's like, you know, like, 
okay, like you want to see the younger talent come up. Like, you know, don't get me wrong. You know, it's, it's nice seeing Roman because that's one of my favorite. But it, mm-hmm. I feel like you got Seth. I mean, he's a veteran now. But, I mean, there's a lot of young talent. I mean, now Bray Wyatt is also one of the people that I like. I, I like the Uncle Howdy thing. I don't know what happened to that. I, I know. And then I and I was also starting to like the Fiend thing, too. I thought that was cool. And then they want to come out with the Fun House and stuff like that. Yeah. Now, yeah. now the Firefly Funhouse. Now, what 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 I like about Bray Wyatt is he he now that guy's a creative genius. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that was a pretty cool idea too. Like I I liked how he had the two different personas. But, but then what what I noticed about Bray Wyatt, I can respect that though. Like some people want him to go back to the old Eater World gimmicks, but mm-hmm. I think the thing about that was like because you know um, with the way things are. And, and 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 then the passing of one of the members, he like, I can respect that he's that he don't want to he don't want to do that anymore. Like what I like about Bray Wyatt, he always looks and bring something new to the table. But I I feel like with the Uncle Howdy storyline, I thought that maybe they would have went in a different direction with it. I mean, it was it wasn't bad or nothing, but it's like it's like they had it going, and then him and Bobby Lashley had the thing, then it just disappeared. Right. See, yeah, that's what I don't like. Don't start something that's interesting and then end it abruptly. I don't like that. Yeah, and, that's what yeah. I felt like they was doing. You know, yeah. if it's if it's making money, if it's bringing people to them shows, keep it going. Yeah, and I mean that's the. But you know, I mean, you know, and shout out to Bray Wyatt because you know you like you said you never know what people are going through. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, people are human, but I mean, you know, to me, he's a talented guy. And I mean, he's always fun to watch, but again, you know, people's well-being is more important than anything. That that's true because you know when he did make that comeback at Extreme Rules, if I'm not yeah. mistaken, um, he did um, you know, break his character. He did really speak out how he was feeling yeah. while he was away. So yeah. I can respect him for doing that too. Absolutely, because like I said, you never know, like you know, because a lot of times people think, um. You got fame and you got people, but but again, you know, pe- people people are human, you know. And That's I mean, you, you'll be surprised. I mean, you got some wrestlers that were famous, and, and some of them were sleeping in cars and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yes, you know, Hulk Hogan even uh, said some uh, that said that he had went through struggles too. Yeah. You know, he said he would have to go to a gas station just to brush his teeth. Yep. So yeah, so and, I, yeah, because like being a pro wrestler is pretty much like if you're doing a full time, you pretty much like a truck driver always on the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, yes, I agree. And then you don't mm-hmm. make a lot of money when you first start. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, well, look, I'm, I'm trying to tell you that that watch still got to work. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because hey, hey, you got those, those bills don't stop coming. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, but like I said, I'm I'm proud of you know all my brothers and sisters that's doing it. Exactly. And I mean, even like I said, but even on the indie scene, like, um, have you heard of Billy Starks? Billy Starks? No, I haven't. Young, young, talented young lady used to check her out, but she came to she came to our show a few times. She's pretty talented too. Okay. Okay. Yeah. How- how long has she been wrestling for? Uh, some years now, and I think she's I think she's only like what eighteen or nineteen, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, oh wow! Maybe okay. nineteen, yeah, yeah. She's very young. Billy Starks. Okay, I'm gonna definitely have to check her out. Yeah, you got you got to check out. She's very talented. 
Yeah, that's good. And, and then you know, and that's one thing I respect about the in, about the wrestling industry now. They give it women more pushes now. Because when I was coming up looking at wrestling, the females were like sex symbols of the business. They wasn't really taken seriously. So to see what a uh, women's division is at now, that means a lot to me to see that growing. You know, see that because growing up, I didn't see that. I would have never thought women were main event Monday Night Raw when Trish and Lita went against each other for the women's championship. I would have never thought I would see the women main event WrestleMania. I would have never thought I would see two black women wrestle main event WrestleMania. I, I yeah. never thought I would see that. So and to see awesome. that now, it means a lot. Yeah, and and I mean, you know, and, and I and I think that's the beauty of it too, because like, you know, I mean, you have all type of people that are talented in the industry. And like mm -hmm. to me, it's like, you know, don't stifle people. Like, you know, let them showcase their skill. Because to me, like when when you keep using the same people over and over like that, mm -hmm. you'll be you'll be surprised who can step up because like I, I look at Cody Rose like when he left WWE and came back the hottest thing ever. Yeah. And, and I and I and I mean now he knew his worth and I and I mean you know I'll never get mad at nobody for that like I I think Cody Rhodes and even the storyline with him and Roman Reigns like I like I like when Roman was talking to him or whatever and, and then and then Roman kind of made it personal he was like uh he said you know he's like you know what your daddy never talked about he's like uh you and then he like you know maybe when Seth was in there or Becky or whatever I don't know but you know it, it was kind of mm, I remember that did, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But but you know what that that match at WrestleMania with them disappointed me a lot because <laughs> I just felt like you know it was a handicap match. I felt like I was looking at a handicap match than a singles match because you had Solo Sokoa kept on interfering in the match. Mind you, Cody had that match won, but it's like he didn't do it because of, yeah. of the outside interference. Yeah, but see, and, but 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 see what but what people have to understand about that industry though is like. When you heal the right, I mean Cody is face, but when well, Roman Reigns and Solo case, they heal. So it's like you, you, if you make people hate you and you do things like that, then you did your job. Yeah, I agree with you. And then and you said a mouthful there. I mean, sometimes the heels are gonna have the upper hand sometimes. Yeah, now Brock is kind of interesting because like it, it seems like they don't know whether to make him heal the face right now. Like it's like Brock is just in between. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, because Brock is all, I mean, when I think of Brock Lesnar, I think of Hill because he was ruthless and he came during the ruthless aggression era. Yeah. So that, or, you know, yeah. So, now, I mean. Now, but if I had some say so in WWE, which, you know, you know, I mean, I don't, but I'm just saying like the night where Cody Rose needed a partner and Brock came out, like, I feel like WWE got to the point where it's so predictable. Mm -hmm. Like, I knew something was gonna happen because we already know Brock Lesnar is the main event, but like, like I feel like WWE should change from that. I feel like they should stop making their content so predictable. It, exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like, yeah, I agree. What could have happened? They could have let Brock wrestle in the match and then waited for him to turn on Cody. I mean, to me, that would have you know we knew something was gonna happen, but to me, I think that would have been a little bit better as opposed to just. Having him come out there and get dressed with it because that's so predictable, you know. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. They probably they should have had them wrestle first and then do what they was gonna do. Yeah, I think that would have made it a little more impactful. But I mean, you know, it's WWE. They're gonna do what they want. But to me, I, I just feel like maybe they need some younger people to come in there and just 
and, and and I mean that's not that's no knock on the people they have there now, but you know I, I'm just saying that it it won't hurt for them to, to, to you know try something a little different sometimes. I, I agree, I agree because uh because like I said, Triple H so far he's doing a good job, but I think if he do bring in some more younger talent on, on far as far as the writing on the on the writing side, I think things will be a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. If they not using AI by now, too, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. but, but, I mean, they better do something, just something, and be more creative, you know? Exactly. I agree, because one thing you don't want to do is, I mean, you don't want to make things always predictable, because that's going to bore people after a while. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah I know. They, they, yeah, they, because that was crazy. Yeah, it, it was crazy to see that, though. But at least, you know, Cody, uh, um, you know, uh, got got his revenge and he won at, at Backlash. So at least we could say that. And, yeah. But it's just going to show you how smart of a wrestler he is because you saw how Brock had him in that Kimura lock. So yeah. he knew the only way I could get out of this is either by getting to the ropes or I'm going to have to uh, uh, raise my hips up and go ahead and then do a pinfall move. And yeah, he went ahead yeah, and, was, and got it. Yeah, that was a really good match. Yeah, it was a good match. I enjoyed it. That was, I, and I hate to say it, that was better than that match he had with Roman. I'm sorry. And the, and the beat and the be truthful with you, I don't I don't like the fact that like when Brock Lesnar went against Kofi Kingston, I didn't like that match. Well, I'm sorry when he went against who? When he went against Kofi Kingston. Oh yeah, yeah, and, and then took the title from Kofi. Yeah, that's, I didn't like that. that that's the same yet. thing. It was predictable. All he did was an F five, and like I'm, I'm, not, I mean the F five. I, I always say F five, but it's the it's the F five. But he, he put the F five on him and just pinned him. Like I'm not trying to be funny, but I didn't like that. Like, but I'm glad that Bobby Lashley kind of did justice when he went against Brock. <laughs> yeah, me too. I didn't like that either. I felt like well, Kofi, he had waited 11, young, 11 long years just to get a title shot. And for him to lose it like that, it made me mad too to see that. Yeah, that was that was just like, I, I mean. Like, it, it was I bogus feel, though. Yeah, and, and I'm not going to lie. Like, to me, that's that's the predictability that I, was, that I was talking about. Exactly. Yeah, they already knew that that match was not going to be no match. It was going to be a, a quick match, and that was yeah. wrong. And, and and to be honest with you, like, that's why, to be truthful with you, nah, I'm not trying to be funny, but, like, squash matches, I get it. Like, of course, you know, being, you know, knowing a little bit about the industry, you know, you, you get why they do it because they want to put certain people over. Mm -hmm. But to me, you can still have gotten Brock over against Kofi without let him just beat him in seconds, like exactly. They shouldn't have had that. They shouldn't have had them wrestle. Yeah, you know that's the thing. You know, don't just end no match like that. Just uh, let them win. Just let them wrestle. Yeah. Like yeah. that match that happened between John Cena and Austin Theory. That was one of the worst matches I've seen yeah. at WrestleMania because number one, Cena could have bought that match to Theory, but again, the, the creative team saw things different. Yeah, you know, and I knew he, that I, I knew that theory was gonna retain, yeah. but I just felt like that match shouldn't have been better than what it was. Yeah, and 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 Drew and Drew be told like to be honest with you, even like you know almost versus Brock, like you know that that match was okay. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, I I think that match, and I, I'm not trying to be like I'm not one to try to be a critic, but I'm just saying like like WWE don't have to be so predictable. Like we already knew Brock Lesnar was going somehow. You know, beat almost, but it's like you know, put a little bit more into it. it exactly, you know, I agree. Tell I agree. a story because because pro wrestling is storytelling. Tell a story, it, you know. Exactly, I feel like that storyline should have been longer. 
Because and, Omos, I feel like he's going to do bigger things too because he already got the size to uh, oh, be, yeah. to be anything he want to be. He can be the yeah. next champion, but Absolutely. they got to give him that push and opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, but now nah, that match was okay, but it could have, but I do see what you're saying. It could have been less predictable. Yeah, and it's and it, like, that's my thing. Like, I don't know what it is, but I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. They've been around a long time, but it's like, that's why I believe AEW is doing so well. Mm-hmm. Like, like change it up a little bit, you know? Yeah, like, I agree. I agree. Cause like, I M, like MJF, he killing it over there. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. And now is Chris Jericho still over there? Yeah, he's still Red there. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Now is it? Now, and I heard that Chris Benoit's son is over at AEW. I'm not sure, but I would have to look into that a little more. Okay, yeah, because I just saw some stuff about it. I mean, which would make sense though. If he really wants to wrestle to go over to AEW because you know you do have some talent from WWE that moved on to AEW that could mentor him and guide him in the right direction. Because I know they got Mark Henry in the Big Show over there. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, who else? And I know they have Samoa Joe over there. Uh, yeah, um, Mark Henry was over there too. Yep, yep, he was. And then uh, who? And then somebody else was over there. Yeah, and and like I said, some of the people from my promotion, they you uh, know they 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 do like dark matches there stuff. Oh yeah, yep. And then and then the Hardy Boys are over on AEW too. And AEW getting some of everybody. Yeah, they are. They are because I have seen a little bit of AEW though, and it is, and it is good because they got this one female wrestler that stood out to me. She kind of reminded me of Bianca Belair a little bit, but I forgot her name. Oh, Jane Cargill. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, her. Yeah. Now she, now, now she a beast though. I, ha I have seen her uh, over at AEW. I was impressed with what I saw. Now let WWE get her, and then her and Bianca go at it. That's gonna be one hell of a storyline if they do that. Well, but I, but I think what's gonna end up happening is like you go more, more and more independent promotions are probably gonna start uh, competing. Um, I don't. I don't think it's gonna probably be a whole lot, but I. But I. I don't believe AEW is gonna be the only competition for WWE. Yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah, I mean you still got Impact, but I believe that you're probably gonna start seeing a, at least another one or two pop up. Oh yeah, I agree. And then you got New Japan Wrestling still hanging on, and then you got Ring of Honor still hanging on. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, Ring of Honor they they hooked up with AEW. Oh, okay. D didn't know that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Then which makes sense though. Same like we have what the WWE just did with UFC. They branded them all together, which makes yeah. sense. Absolutely. Because now that's gonna get more that's gonna add more viewership now. Mm hmm But I mean but but the thing that I the thing that I, I don't understand about WWE, like I don't understand what happened with the um Gable Stevenson thing, you know. You said Gable and Steven. No, oh yeah, I know who you talk about. Yeah, that guy that was at the Olymp that uh won, yeah, won he at the Olympics. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't I don't know either. Last time I saw him, he was backstage, and I think Kurt Angle was uh mentoring. Yeah. Well, him. but but I think you know, I'm not gonna speak on that that I have no knowledge about, but but I think you know what happened in some cases is like you may be good at the Olympic style, but you know, going into you know the entertainment style, you have to it, it, it's a whole different ball game because I mean I know because I I I did I did wrestle in high school. Yeah, it is. And, it and is. when I got into it, like you know, now I remember there's one guy there, Saul Gavin, 
that's just wrestling name. We, you know, I was struggling to practice a bit. And oh, since he also wrestled high school, me, me and him kind of did a little work and practice together. And we, I flowed a little bit better with him. But to be honest with you, it's a totally different thing. So, oh, you, yeah. so you never want to go into it like, oh, I already know. Like, no, you you got to go into it being willing to learn because it's a totally different ball game. You can it use is. some of the stuff you learn, but it's kind of, it's, it's different. Yeah, yeah, it is now because now you actually taking body slams. You actually gonna have to punch, do all of that suplexes. I mean, so yeah, that makes sense. And I think Kurt Angle could tell anybody that because as we all know his story, he started off wrestling at high school, college, Olympics, and then he had to transition to the WWE by wrestling a little bit yeah. different. Yeah, well, Brock. I mean, he, he, even Brock, him like too. you know. Yeah, but but I mean, even Brock, like I I I, I mean, you know, Brock Lesnar, he. He's good at it because he's been doing a while. But, I mean, some of the guys are probably still real stiff because, you know, one of the things about pro wrestling, that's one thing in it that they don't want you to be as stiff. Um, you 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 can't be real stiff because, like, you, you can hurt yourself or hurt somebody else. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So then that's, that's when that, – that, and then that's, when, that's why it's so important to, like, listen to your trainers. Yeah. Because yeah, don't you just assume stiff, you anything. Can, you can, you can, you can – you can really hurt yourself that way. Yeah, yeah, you can, you can, and then and then and then they had a great match at WrestleMania 19. Yeah, I'm, yeah, Brock and Kurt. Yeah, I gotta say that was one of my uh one of my all time favorite WrestleMania matches because yeah. they they had so much uh, in common. Again, they had that prior wrestling background, yeah. and for them to transition into uh the WWE and put on a match like that, that was a great match. Yeah. And now nah. Kurt wasn't even a hundred percent. I think he said yeah. his neck had was broken. Yeah. So yeah, that that had to be a, a great match, though. Yeah, but I'm but I'm glad Triple H is still hanging in that like mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I am too. Yeah, I, I am. And then and then and then he is uh smart when it comes to business. Like I said, that was a great idea to bring back the World Heavyweight Championship because now you're giving more superstars opportunities to become champion yeah. because it, it's telling you because that was um. He was pretty much telling people that nobody's going to be bum, uh, Roman right now. So let's go yeah. ahead and move on with another championship. Yeah, but but I mean, but I but I mean at this, at this point, Roman Roman Reigns has just had that belt too long, you know. Yeah, I agree. I mean, if you think about <laughs> it, he done been champion for almost a thousand. Yeah, yo, yo, his his legacy is pretty much cemented already. <laughs> oh yeah, it is. It, it is, and the WWE knows that too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, at this point, you don't want to overdo it, you know. Yeah, I agree because at some point he's gonna drop them titles. But now, 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 do you now, in your opinion, do you think Roman and The Rock is gonna ever wrestle at WrestleMania? Uh, they might, but I don't really think they need to. Really? Yeah, I mean, because like, I feel I don't know. I I feel like no disrespect to The Rock. I mean, The, the Rock will always be The Rock now. Nah, don't and don't get me wrong. A lot of people would love to see the Rock come back, but to me, I want them to be fair to the talent that they're working hard all the time. Exactly. Let them, let them have that moment because I mean, the Rock already had his time. Now, don't get me wrong. You could put the Rock in the match, but like you know, the, to me, the Rock isn't really gonna put Roman Reigns over, and Roman Reigns is not gonna put the Rock over. Why not have them two go up against somebody they could put over? That's yeah. that's kind of the way that I'm looking at it, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But I think it would be a great match, though, and I think it would be better than the match he had with John. Uh, 
he had with John Cena back there. It might be, but it's like, but if you do bring the Rock back, why not? Why not put him back up against maybe, you know, somebody? Because like to me, I don't think it really does anything for Roman Reigns, and it doesn't does, and it doesn't do anything for him. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it will just be a, a, a probably an epic match. But but I feel yeah. like I'm 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 more about putting over the next guy. You know. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. That's true. And like I said, and I'm only saying this because somebody that's kind of involved in it, I'm looking at it from that perspective, you know. Yeah, but I know those ratings will go out the roof, though. Oh yeah, but I mean, but they're gonna get the ratings anyway, you know. I'm, just, I'm gonna be yeah, real. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Yeah, yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, but I, I mean, and then and then and then nowadays, you know, a lot of people using bots anyway for ratings. Uh huh. Yeah, but I guess I'm looking at a family versus family since they come from the same uh family. Yeah, I mean, and I, and I get that too, but just from being somebody involved, like I'm all about putting over the next. And, and, and Roman Reigns is already over. The Rock is already over. So like that match, I mean, it, it would probably be an epic match, but I mean, to me, it really doesn't do anything for neither one of them, other than sell tickets. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean that, yeah, I mean, but you never know though. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I definitely wouldn't mind seeing it because you know, I was excited when The Rock came back because he is one of my all time favorite wrestlers. But and I mean, he, but uh-huh. I mean, can, I mean, but they don't have to wait for WrestleMania. I mean, they can do that at SummerSlam. They, I, I mean, they, you know what? And I said that too. I said that it could happen at SummerSlam because, at because SummerSlam, like I said, at, I'm sorry, I'm you, but at, at on the stage, like WrestleMania, like. It it really doesn't put anybody over. That's all I'm saying. Right. Yeah, but because, you never know because uh, SummerSlam does come second place to WrestleMania because SummerSlam is like the summertime WrestleMania anyway. Now maybe if they did the Rock versus Roman Reigns and then maybe made it a triple threat match with somebody different, maybe that okay. might. To me, I like I said, everybody got a right to feel how they do. Like I said, I'm not. You know, because WWE going to do what they want. But to me, I'm just saying from a being somebody that kind of is sort of involved with the industry, I'm just all about putting the next guy over. And to me, somebody that's already over don't need to be over. Right. You know, that's, that's, all, that's yeah. all I'm saying. Like, you know, so like it, if they can somehow make it a triple threat match or something, but other, other than that, like, to me, it doesn't really do anything for neither one of their career. I mean, it doesn't help or hurt their career. That's what I'm saying. That, that's true. And that would be a good match. But here's the question. Who would be the perfect uh, superstar to be in that match? Nah, that's a that, that's a tough question. Yeah. <laughs> that would be on them to figure that part out. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. you never know. Because I think, and this is my opinion, I think that it would be a good match, a, a good triple threat match with Cody Rhodes versus The Rock versus Roman Reigns. I think that would be interesting. Well, that could work. Like I said, that could work because to me, I think I, I think that it would put Cody over, you know. But it's yeah. like, you know, I'm, I'm just saying that like, you know, even though it, it WWE is a business, so they they just, they gonna sell tickets either way. Yeah, but that's like, true. You gotta look at it too. Roman but, Reigns is their money. But I'm, just, but I'm just looking at it from being somebody that see how hard people work. And I'm just saying like, you know, I don't know. It's like when I feel like when you're in something and you kind of know the, the background and, the, you know, underlying the meaning and knowledge of something, it's like, I don't know. I think I think you begin to look at it like, you know, because when you become a part of it, um, you're not only watching it as a fan, you're watching it as like, you know, you're seeing like, man, like, you know, it's people here working hard or whatever that could use that 
that spot because you know they do they do have the ability to put people over like you can't make the crowd like anybody but i'm just saying like you know i mean you got guys like seth Rollins, like seth Rollins, like the fans are back hot on him again like you know i mean so i'm just saying like to me I feel that that's one of the biggest problems with the industry. Like a, a lot of times, they overly put people over. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I agree. I agree. Yeah, they they hype them up too much. Yeah, and, and don't get me wrong. It's nothing wrong with that if, if the fans like it. But when the fans get to the point where they like, oh, this again, like you need to start making some adjustments. Yeah, I agree. You got to put people out there that's worthy of of those um of those you know pushes and things like that. Like I had to use Ricochet as an example. He is one of my favorite uh, wrestlers currently, and he's doing well. Him and Braun Strowman are doing well, and yeah. I do hope they do become tag team champions. But I do want to see him get that push yeah. because I feel like he can do it. If Rey Mysterio can do it, he can do it. And I'm talking about high flying style wrestlers. Yeah. Yeah, but but I mean, but I mean, but but I mean, even though John Cena and Austin Theory, like you know, like don't get me wrong, that match was, if anything, that match was more for Austin Theory. Yep. Yeah, because it's pretty. I mean, it's pretty much his time now. You know, I guess Cena had his um his moment and stuff like that. Yeah, because like, because I, I feel like if WWE keep using these part time, but all all you know, they gonna just fight part time. Exactly. <laughs> you get tired of it after a while, you know. Yeah, that's true. Like Trish Stratus is back now, and it looked like she's gonna be on the roster for a minute because they just drafted her to Raw. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see how how interesting that's gonna be. But it's kind of weird seeing her as a heel because I haven't seen her as a heel since two thousand and four, and that's been almost twenty years ago. Well, you know, but, some, but sometimes it's good they switch it up, you know. Yeah, that's true. And, and I and I mean, what about people like Jinder Mahal? I mean, he's still talented too. Yeah, he is talented. He did get that push too because I do remember him being WWE champion. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, that was cool. But I'm wondering when Shinsuke Nakamura going to get that push he deserved. Because remember, he won that Royal Rumble that year, but did not become the champion. And why? I don't know. So I feel like he's another one that's worthy of getting that push. Yeah, but, but that's what I'm saying. Like, put people over. Yeah. That used over. Like, you know, because, like, to me, again, they just sell a ticket. Because, because I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, and, and, and see, I, I'm gonna be the first one. To, a lot of times, these promotions they have all this talent just sitting. At the wild, what's gonna end up happening? They're gonna keep using the same people, and then the people that's up and coming, they're gonna leave. And, and I mean, let, let's look at MGF as an example. I think I may have heard of him. He was in NXT. Okay. And now he's the hottest thing, one of the hottest things on AEW, one of the one of the biggest talents there. Mm-hmm. You know, and, I, and, I, and I'm just saying that, like, sometimes when you're so busy focusing on the past, you, 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 you're missing on the present, and then you're also not investing in the future. That's true. Yeah, I agree. So, so like I said, from a fan perspective, I can understand Roman Reigns possibly versus uh, uh, The Rock because people want to see The Rock, but from somebody, but, but also from a fan's perspective, we watch this product every day. We don't want no more part-time chat. That's true. Yeah, I agree. Because you never know. And you made up a good point. What if The Rock was to be Roman for them titles? How long would he uh be with the business for? Because yeah. they are on on uh legend legend or hall of famer contracts. Yeah. Sometimes some contracts not as long as the current superstar yeah. contract. Now I now I take my head off to Brock Lesnar because even though Brock just come in and, mm-hmm. and take me to Suplex City, 
uh, at least he's there. You know what I'm saying? So, so I'll give him a bag because at least he's there. But if, again, you know, you get tired of these parts because a lot of that, or because a lot of that, what ends up happening is that they use this other talent to fill out show spots and, you know, add them in squash matches and all that. But then when it comes to the bigger scale, they're not even like really giving them a chance, you know? Exactly. And that's not fair to the uh, ones that deserve it. Yeah. And that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And that was a perfect example you brought up about um, Mustafa Ali. I know he's from Chicago and I've actually, and I actually seen him wrestle in person. They had did a house show. It was during the Christmas season and me and my cousin went and it was at the Allstate Arena. So I remember him getting a standing ovation and I had gave him a standing ovation too because he did wrestle well. He had wrestled against Daniel Bryan and then he had uh, went against Seth Rollins, I believe. And I believe they wrestled in the cage match. Um, Ali almost won that match though but even though he didn't win he still got a great standing ovation and I just said to myself in the future he is going to be something and I see it yeah and I mean uh, and I I mean David Otunga was another one from Chicago yeah I mean like you know to me I'm just saying that they should put more emphasis I agree that they have because you know to me it's like you know you because what? Because nine times out of ten, what's gonna end up happening? You are gonna have these people just sitting. Because another thing that they don't talk about in pro wrestling is uh, half of the roster just sits. See, and that's wrong too. You know, and, and to me, that's like you know, and that, that's like you pretty much just paying people for nothing. You know, just exactly. Sit, you know? Yeah, yeah, and that's wrong too. And then that's gonna make people uh want to want to branch out and go to other companies. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying because some people look at well, you still get paid, but then some people look like like if, if this company don't see my potential, I just go somewhere else. So, I mean, exactly. I, so I'm just saying that it, you have to look at it from a bigger perspective. You know, yeah, I, I agree, but I yeah, but I feel like David Otonga, he definitely had the potential and he had the the physique too to be champion. Yeah, but, I think you know he didn't get that push. I think he I think he moved more into like a background role with WWE because I mean you know when when you when you get into something and, and you learn how to, the the funny thing about anything right is like the more you learn about it, you move into a role that's more comfortable for you. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I mean, there are some people that started out up front, that, but then they like working in the background. It, exactly, that's I mean, true. I mean, I don't know if you notice it, but you look at like Jamie Noble and Finley and them guys now, right? You every mm-hmm. now and then, when, when it be a big fight breakout, you see them running out like, "Oh, that's Jamie Noble, that's Finley, that's Joey Murphy." Yep. they doing background work now. Yeah, I see that same thing with Joey Mercury because it seemed like after that injury he suffered at Armageddon two thousand and seven, I believe, or six. He wasn't the same after that. So he ended up going doing a back uh a yep. back uh backstage role. And I think I think that's pretty cool, you know. I, yep. I think I think you know you you gotta find what works for you, you know. Yeah, yeah, that shouldn't seem like they love it because they still back there mentoring yep. and then still doing some stuff. Absolutely. And you know another and you and you know another talent, two more talents that they wasted. I think that they should have pushed Titus O'Neill more. Yeah, I, I wonder what happened to him. Yeah, well, he's an ambassador now of the WWE, so he did get the Warrior Award for that about a year ago or two okay. years ago, but I feel like he should have been pushed more because, again, another one had the potential and the physique but just wasn't pushed enough. Yeah, and and, and, and that's my thing because, like, a lot of times they'll say, well, it's up to you. But to be honest, sometimes it is and sometimes it's not. 
Sometimes mm-hmm. there are just people that they're not gonna push, uh, and and it, and it has nothing to do with them not being talented. It's just they don't, you know. I'm gonna put it like this: they just don't see them as potential. Yeah, and that and that's sad too. And I mean, you know, it, it, it's business, and I mean, yep. of course, you can't. I understand that you can't always promote everybody, but again, like to me, you don't need to promote people that's already over. They're already over. That's all I'm saying. I agree. I agree with you hundred percent. Same thing with this guy. I'm finna uh, mention now, Keith Lee. I think he was gonna be the next best thing, but I guess they didn't push him enough, and he ended up dominating on AEW. Yeah, and and I mean, but but I mean, I only hope that AEW would, you know, continue to do things a little bit differently from WWE. I agree. I think I think that that I think that that's the biggest thing because right now there's a lot of up and coming talent, and and, and I mean you know especially this talent that I'm seeing is amazing and, and like I said they they deserve to be pushed just as well as anybody else you know. Yeah, yeah, but I agree. I mean it's just all about being fair though. Mm-hmm. And see, there, yeah, but see that's why like I said to me it, it, it's just a hobby. But to those people that are really going out there and really, you know, really loving it and, and really traveling and, you know, going here and there and on the road and, you know, and sacrificing a lot of their Saturdays and Fridays to entertain people. Exactly. Uh, and they then des- don't get they the deserve. Push, so yeah. They they deserve it because, like I said, see, somebody like me, I ain't finna go get out of my bed nothing like that for nobody. I mean, don't get me wrong. I come when I want to, but, you know, I'm not going to, if I know that you're going to waste my time, I'm not gonna waste my time. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. No, you're not me. gonna do that. I ain't not, time I'm not, is very valuable. Yeah, I'm not knocking nobody else, but it's like, but but I'm gonna always be supportive to my brothers and sisters that I know are working hard in it, you know. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. So I do agree. They do need to just give people uh the pushes, especially those that's never been pushed before. Don't yeah. keep on solely focusing on the ones that's already been pushed. Give other people an opportunity. Like, I hope that Xavier Woods one day become the IC champion because that was a good match between him and Gunther on SmackDown yeah. a few weeks ago. Yeah, 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 Gunt, man. Gunther, he, he getting the game right now, too. He doing yeah, he thing, is. You know? Yeah, I, I have to admit. And then that performance he put on that mania, that tells you right there. He's he gonna be the man for a minute in the IC uh, championship division. Yeah, now now see that's somebody who, who they could use Brock Lesnar to put over. I agree. Yeah. I, I and that is a good idea, but you know yeah. it's all about what the creative the creative team is gonna do. Yeah, well the creative team need to be a little more creative. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> I mean, I, I, like I said, I'm not trying to be funny or whatever. I mean, it's their product. They're gonna do what they want, but it's like, you know, you've been doing something so long. Why not try something a little different? I mean, it doesn't hurt. You know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I, I agree. So yeah, definitely. I felt like those guys definitely deserve the push though. Yeah, but- yeah, and then and then too, not only that, like I feel like it's also doing the fans a disservice because you know, people are wondering, like, you know, why did my favorite, you know, superstar leave? And a lot of that they don't realize because a lot of time, you know, they they sitting backstage and not being used and they get tired of that. It, exactly, yeah. yeah, because it's like it's favoritism in a way. Yeah. Yeah, and, and and it's wrong too because yeah. I mean at the end of the day they are making sacrifices. They are away from their families and stuff like that. So the least you can do is um you know get that push, especially yeah. if they working hard and they worthy of it. Go ahead and yeah. push them. Yeah, well, I say if I work for them, I just say well, just, hey, just call me when y'all need me. Look, I'll be at home. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just <yep>. my check. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's yeah, true. Mean, it, 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 it's better than just sitting backstage. And, and but but I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, they they do have like house shows and everything too. But still, like you know, don't keep these people in the dark. You, I mean, like at least you know, uh, AEW had like AEW Dark and things like that. I mean, of course, WWE got NXT, but even but even with that, like I still feel like when they put these people on the main roster, they don't even use half of them. Yeah, and that's what I'm wondering because I because I feel like Braun Breaker was gonna eventually make a uh his debut on the main roster. I do question how they're gonna utilize him with him being a second generation wrestler. Yeah, and you know, and like I said, I mean, I mean, hopefully they will, you know. But but like I said, I, I shout out the second and third generation of wrestlers too because like you know they they have to live with the fact of. Oh, they just got it because they were related to this person. That, but to me, you know, everybody got a right to pursue their dream, and you know, and some of them have to work just as hard as they, as those before them too. So it, it's true. not always based off that. Yeah, like I look at uh, Ray Mysterio, son Dominic Mysterio. I'm sure he had to uh, work hard to get where he's at now. Yeah, yeah, Same pe- thing with the yeah. Rock's daughter. Even though she's fourth generation, but you could tell she's working hard over on yeah. NXT. Oh, yeah, and I mean, the thing about Dominic, like, you know, uh, right now he's doing an excellent job. And I mean, to me, you know, and, 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 you know, my biggest thing is I hate what people say. He ain't nothing like his dad. He ain't, but I always tell people, you got to look at it like this. If you are a parent and you have children, most times people's children ain't like them, so you got to give them that same respect. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, everybody is an individual, so Dominic is not Ray. Dominic is Dominic, so... His father may have been in the business, but we have to understand that everybody is an individual. So I don't, I don't necessarily look at people, what family they come from. I respect them and look at them as individual because, like, a lot of times people hold uh, people up to, you know, mm-hmm. perspective. Like you look at Ric Flair's daughter, Charlotte. I mean, you know, that's Ric Flair's daughter, but she's her own individual person. That that's so true. That's so, true. And, and you gotta have your own identity. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, sometimes you know, having that parent legacy like that, it helps. But also I, I feel like for the people who try to, you know, compare you, you really can't really compare anybody because everybody's an individual. That's true. And and then and then that's when they be trying to put so much pressure on people. Like I heard like I watched a, a documentary with The Rock. Um, so when he first got his start, everybody thought he was going to do drop kicks like his father, Rocky Johnson. And he said, first of all, I'm not Rocky Johnson. I'm the rock or I'm Rocky yeah. Mayavia. So he has set that uh, straight right then and there. Don't compare yeah. me to my dad. Compare me to just um, look at me as an individual. Yeah. And the rock was totally different. I mean, his character. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and what I loved about the rock, like, you know, at the time that he was there, like his character brought life to WWE. Mm-hmm. It, brought, it brought Stone Cold Steve Austin. It brought life to the. And see, that's my thing that WWE is spending sometimes too much time living in the past. They need to think about the younger superstar that can bring life back into it. Yeah, so, I agree. I agree. And, and like I said, I'm going to always stand on that now that, I, that I've had my hand in it and I got a chance to see it because, like, you know, like I said, if people are just holding on to the past so much, you know, you can use that as a stepping stone, but. But, but don't overly promote that. You know, you 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 got you got to work in the present. I agree. And hopefully, build for the future. 
that's and that's true. That's all they should be focusing on right now. Focus on the future. Don't keep yeah. going so always in the past all the time. The past is the past. You can't go back, but you can you relive it? Yes. But it's just all about going, it's just all about the future right now. Yeah, like it you it used to be a time where like, you know, uh some of the the old school wrestlers would went back when they were young when they were able to do all them drop kicks and stuff. But mm-hmm. you know, but, but once by the time get done with you you know, you might well get somebody that can move a little better. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. And another thing I do wonder, do they also um, help out the superstars that really need help? Like, for instance, with, with Kamala, before he passed away, I wanted that the WWE help pay for some of his treatments because he had to get a leg amputated and he had complications with diabetes. I wanted that they, you know, well, does the WWE help out with that? Well, to be honest with you, that's kind of, you know, not not that's kind of touching old because to be honest with you, you know, I've I've heard stories about, you know, stuff not being paid for, but then I heard stories about stuff being paid for. So I just think, you know, I mean, you know, those type of situations, I, I feel like it's like any other job. Like, you know, sometimes some people may get better benefits than others. Yeah. And then, and then it depends on what type of contract you may have with them, you know. Exactly. Because because I'm pretty sure, you know, like not all talent there is paid the same, not everybody's in the same, you know, tax bracket and all this. So I mean it's it's it, it it's 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 a it's a very touchy situation, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's true it is. Cause you know, you just sometimes wonder though, because it's like they did so much for the business. It's like do they uh still help them out in some way? Yeah, but like I said, it's it's a company, you know what I'm saying? I always yeah, keep true. that in mind. So I mean, because like I said, there was some people that said they had to pay their own medical treatments, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, because it seemed like with wrestling, it's like you an independent contractor too. Yeah. And 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 I mean, but but again, you know, that that's why like I say, like it's just you know, you have to do what's best for you and your family, you know. Yeah, that that's so true. That's that's true. So mm-hmm. back to the rock. So do you ever see him going into the Hall of Fame soon? I think he should. You know, I yeah. I, I to be honest, I think he should have been in there to be honest with you. I yeah, I agree. And that's another thing that I wanted to talk about too. It seemed like with the WWE, they inducting these uh people were too late into the Hall of Fame. They yeah. get them when they old as dirt and they get them when they in the ground. And I just think yeah. that they need to do a better job with that. And I'm and I'm uh, I'm always a big fan to give people their flowers while they can smell them. You know, I mean, I, I agree. You know, don't, I agree. don't wait for something to happen to somebody to, to try to, you know. Oh, we appreciate you now. Like, you know, and, and see, my thing is like, like I was so glad when Kane did his retirement speech. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it almost brought me to tears how he talked about, you know, his life and how he ended up, you know, coming into pro wrestling and stuff and that. And like I know now he's gotten into politics and all that, but I mean for the most part, like I was so glad it's like that I watched Kane's career and watched him become the big red machine and then go to be a corporate king and then going back to the big red machine mm-hmm. and eventually just retiring, like, you know, but they go to show you that like time is important and like, you know, my brothers and sisters in the pro wrestling, like, you know, their time is important. So I'm always had a back when it comes to promoting talent because like if, if they're spending their time training and working hard, they deserve a chance, you know. Exactly. I agree. I agree. And I thought that Kane's speech was real uh, nicely put together, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was, like, kind of, like, brief and kind of right to the point. That's what I – and what I noticed about Kane in his speech, 
uh, he didn't talk much about himself. He talked more about the people that helped him. That's true. And the Undertaker, I feel like the Undertaker was like that too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Undertaker had a, and, and the Undertaker's speech was really nice. I mean, like when he talked about how he played basketball, but he but he gave that up and chose uh pro wrestling. And he talked about how, like he was going in the bars and stuff like that. And you know, and, and and like I say, those stories are very relatable because like you know, being able to like see some of the people that are like really doing great things in the industry that I know personally and. And, you know, just, like, really looking at what they're going through, like, you know, people working jobs, and then after they get out of work, going to these shows and, and and having to get the weekends off to travel and go here and there, like, you know, they really love what they're doing. Exactly. So, they was passionate. Yeah, you could tell Undertaker was very passionate and very thankful for, for you know, his career. Yeah, because, you know, without the fans, they wouldn't be who they are. So, like, exactly, you know, yes. like I it's agree. a good thing to appreciate. You know, because because nobody has to like you, you know, they choose to, you know. So, exactly. I mean, so it's, it's good when you have a gimmick that people like. Exactly. And then that would be one of the best gimmicks of all time, being the dead man. And I got to say, I liked his gimmick where he was American badass and big yeah. evil, too. I like those gimmicks. I like, yeah, I, I like. And I, but what I liked about the Undertaker when he came back, he brought back, he, he, he brought, he brought back the other gimmick instead of, Bring it back to dead man because he said when he retired he left that one in the ring you know mm-hmm. and, I, and I and I and I like that but like you know but but hopefully you know I'm, I'm hoping God willing you know that you know Bray Wyatt you know whenever things get better for him like I'm hoping that you know he can come back if he wants to and and I'm hoping that he brings something new to the table too you know yeah yeah but I agree because uh if you looked at the um 30 year anniversary of Monday Night Raw this past January. So Undertaker did make a comeback, but it was something that he told Bray Wyatt, and you could tell it broke his character. Yeah, that's why like I brought he was it up. To fight back tears. Yeah, that, that's why I brought it up. Yeah, like when you know when the Undertaker came and he, and he whispered something to Bray, like you know, I, I like that, you know. Yeah, yeah but, and and you know what he didn't even mention what it was about because you know they do the pro, they do um the post conference shows after each pay per view. Yeah. So I want to say they happened at around uh Royal Rumble. So they did try to ask Bray what the Undertaker say. He said he won't mention it. I think so it he, had I to think, be something uh genuine and special. I think the Undertaker told him just to you know you know give him a call whenever he need help. Uh, you know whenever he need like you know support. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But but I, but I also heard that the that the that the Undertaker was um you know you you can't go by everything you read or hear but I but I, but what I think about like guys like the Undertaker like you've been traveling and doing all this stuff so long when you actually had that time to sit down and think about your life sometimes people be like man you know I got to get used to this kind of life. Mm-hmm. But but I mean that's an awesome career to be able to you know be able and 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 don't get me wrong sometimes it, it has its pros and cons like everything else because you're away from your family and, you, and a lot of time when you are going from town to town you ain't hardly got no time really to enjoy because like a lot of people would, would think like man you you know it is fun to travel but a lot of time you know when you get to the bigger stage or even with the indie scene you got to think about it. When you get to these shows, you got to be there a certain time. Then you have these meet and greets with the fans. So a lot of times you end up spending your whole day literally working. Exactly. Rather you, know, than you, ain't the, you ain't staying hanging out at the hotel, at the spot. No, you you know, you pretty much working. 
Exactly. You at work 24-7. Yeah. yeah, that's why I have the most respect for all of those wrestlers. Most respect. Because that takes a lot to do all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you I know? mean, because you spend, you spend a lot of your time doing things for the people. Mm-hmm. Exactly, yep. And when you and when you can easily be with your family, so yeah, it, it and then and then it's just going to show you how much sacrifices that they make, and it's also telling people how much sacrifices you will have to make if you want this. Yeah, and and that's why, like I said, I take my head off to my boy John and Levi because you know my boy John, he, I mean, he, he's working hard, and I mean, he, you know, he's dropping weight and you know doing his thing in the ring, you know what I'm saying? But it's like you, hey. You gotta, you gotta really want it, and, and I mean, he's also, um, you know, has a really good job also. So like, you, you know, it's just finding that balance. Like I said, for me myself, I'm doing the filmmaking and then the funeral business. So a, a lot of time when they have shows on the weekends, that's when I work. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, because that's when you know that's kind of the times where we're really busy. But I mean, for the most part, it's just. It's just nice to be connected, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely, and and all about networking too. Absolutely. Yeah. It's it's fun though. Like I said, I you know I, I've been blessed to meet Eugene Hornswoggle, Carlito, Scotty Too Hotty, you know. Yeah. Well, that was cool. And what and what was Scotty Too Hotty like? Cause I know he was one of my favorites, and I used to love it when he used to team up with Rikishi and Grandmaster Sexy. If I said that right. Well, yeah. Well, Scotty Too Hotty was definitely cool. Like you know, and what I liked about him, he did stay. After the show to greet the fans and take pictures and stuff. Because that's good, though. That's good. And, and I mean, he was really nice to talk to and everything. And Hornswoggle, like, what I liked about him, you know, because most times they do charge you to take a picture. But, you know, uh, but Hornswoggle, like, you know, he, I mean, whether you're a fan of pro wrestling, like, you know. But, I mean, I get it because, you know, pe- people got to make their money, too. But, uh now, Hornswoggle, he just he just got the phone. Let me see your phone. Just snap the picture. <laughs> uh huh. He was cool. Like it was it was cool hanging out with Hornswoggle. Oh yeah, he was a cool guy too. Um, and I think the, um that was the cool storyline they put him in when uh they thought he was Vince McMahon's son. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, it was funny. And then he had became one of the uh, last cruiserweight champions too before they retired the belt and then bought it back. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just going to show you that, you know, anything can happen. But yeah, I felt I, like that was smart for him to work with Finley. Yeah. And, and you know, fin, Finley was actually a pretty good wrestler. And I, was, uh, I, mm-hmm. I liked his character, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was ruthless, too. He always yeah. said, I'm Finley. My name is Finley, and I like to fight. <laughs> and, and then he hit the, with the shillelagh. Yeah, yeah I remember cool. that. Yeah, Finley, yeah, he was cool, though. And then to know that he was a trainer, um, you know, for the WWE because I believe he had trained some of the uh female wrestlers. Yeah, and and I mean, but see, that's a good thing that like, again, what I always say, like, whatever you do, you know, you know, nothing lasts forever. But you know, if you are blessed to be a part of it, you know, it's still a way that you can still give back, and it's mm-hmm. still a way that you can still stay active in it. You know, because because like I said, like with me, I like managing. Like I like I like that role better. And I, and I mean, who knows? You know, God willing that I move further into it if I choose to. Yep. I mean, I wouldn't mind doing some behind the scenes stuff. Like, you know, I mean, me, I, I like that kind of because production is kind of my thing already anyway. So you know, I would love it. Then that combines everything that I love. You exactly. Know? And you have the experience, too. So yep, you so. know what it takes to create a great storyline. Yeah. And you never know. You get that phone call from WWE. Hey, uh, we need a writer. 
Oh, I got you. I got you. I got to hey. tell my job I'm going. I'm going down to Florida or Connecticut right now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Get that I'm opportunity. Yeah, because remember, opportunity comes once in a lifetime. So hey, yeah. man, I, I would love that opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, and then so, and what was your favorite WrestleMania? I gotta say, I don't really. I don't. I think. To be honest, I don't the one the actually the one was CM Punk when against the Undertaker. Hey, I don't think CM Punk was too fond of that match, but I like that match. Uh-huh. Yeah. But yeah. but but it was also the it, but but I also like the one when Roman Reigns beat the Undertaker, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah, but I you know what that. really shocked me though was when uh Brock Lesnar ended the Undertaker streak. Yeah, but you I know just... what? I'm, I'm not surprised that they had Brock do it though, you know. Mhm. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. But I just don't feel like he was the right guy to do it, though. Yeah. But I mean, but when Roman Reigns did it, it wasn't as meaningful. But I was glad that he beat him. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Because that was Roman Reigns getting that big push, though. Because what I mean, when he was with the Shield, you could see potential in him, though. Yeah. But see, and, but that, but that go back to my point. I was trying to say that, like, you know, you gotta always look at how. Some matches help boost other people's careers. That's true. And I just feel like they shouldn't take that away from the next person. You know, it, it, exactly. I agree. I agree. But that 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 was a shocker. I never forget it. Um, all I saw was the referee count one, two, three. I'm like, wait a minute. And then that was when the crowd got quiet and everybody yeah. was shocked. Nobody moved. You could. It, and then it was yeah. so quiet. But you know what? Hand drop. But I also like uh, the two times Triple H went against. Them. Undertaker too, you know. Uh huh. Yeah, that was a good match that they had at Hell in a Cell, and Shawn Michaels was a special guest referee. Yeah, I love that story. Like, I, I like how Triple H said, "I'm gonna finish it." I, I, but, but also like, um, now I got, I got to say, whoa, what was, what was your favorite old time versus new school match? You said, oh, favorite old school versus new school match. Uh, I would have to say The Rock versus The Undertaker. I'm sorry. Oh, excuse me. The Rock versus John Cena. Okay. Yeah. yeah I'm like, wait a minute. That ain't... <laughs> but yeah, that would have to be my uh, favorite match, though, because at the time, Cena was still on top of his game, though. And then The yeah. Rock, he was, of course, a legend. And then he went ahead and came back and brought and brought, and brought the match to Cena. Only thing I didn't like about that match, they made you wait almost like a year. I know, yeah. It's like they knew that was gonna happen because The Rock had hosted Mania back in 2011 when John Cena and the Miz main evented. So that was telling you right there something is gonna happen. And then that's when they fought at the next year's Mania. I got two moments. My favorite one is when it's really when actually when CM Punk attacked The Rock when the Big Show came out and started whooping John Cena. Oh wow! And then, and then the rock ran out. The rock ran out there to help, and the and Punk just closed land. Oh wow! <laughs> I I don't know why. I, for some reason, I don't remember that. So I'm gonna have to YouTube that. And then Jim Punk and the, and the rock had a match, but I but I was glad when Jim Punk did that. I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna definitely have to YouTube that. <laughs> yeah, but the rock is the man, though. So hopefully, we'll see him in the Hall of Fame soon. Yeah, and I mean, don't get me wrong. I would love to see The Rock again at WrestleMania, but I don't, I don't, I don't know if him versus Roman Reigns puts. Like, I would love to see him go against somebody that he will put over. You know, it, exactly. Yeah, Roman Reigns don't need to be put over. I mean, he been, he, he been literally 
winning all the time. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, there's it, nothing else really for him to do, to be it's, honest. Exactly. And then, truth be told, he never lost that title. That's what, one pe that's what people have to understand. He never lost that title. Mm -hmm. He had to, unfortunately, relinquish it to focus yeah. on his health. And I don't blame him. Like I said, that, that's one of my favorite current superstars. But I'm like, you know. You know, I mean, you know, I, I, now don't get me wrong. I would love to see a version of the I don't know. I just don't know about, I, I think, I mean, WrestleMania is a big stage, but I, but like that match does nothing for neither one of their careers. Yeah. Yeah, that that's true, though. But I guess to see family versus family, you never know. Now, maybe, we'll see. now maybe if they had them team up against somebody, that's different. You know, I mean, it's not the same as a title match, but I mean, you know, and that. Now, that to me, that could work. It, exactly. Yep. Yeah. Now, now with the bloodline, do you ever do you see the bloodline splitting up anytime soon? Uh, uh yeah, I, I, I think it's coming soon. Yeah. Yeah, I smell a betrayal between Jimmy and Jay Uso. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. But then again, too, you never know what Solo Sokoa might do. He might turn on both of his brothers. That's another or, thing. Or he might turn on Roman Reigns and challenge him for the title. Yeah, that would be a good match though, but you never know though. But I do smell a betrayal going around. Yeah, but I think I think the bloodline is, you know, like as much as I love the head of the table and the seat at the table, you know, as much as I love it, 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 it never ran its course, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because you never know. We could see a brother versus brother match. We saw it with Owen Hart and Bret Hart. We yeah. saw it with Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy, so you never know. And even, and to be honest, like Sami Zayn is not one of my favorite superstars, but I, I like his skill set. Yep. He deserved a push. He deserved it. And I was happy too. And he was another one that got cheated. He had uh, Roman Reigns beat, but again, a handicap match. Yeah. But I just think it was smart for him and Kevin Owens to team up to become champion, to become tag team champions and do it at WrestleMania. Because yeah. Sammy and uh, Kevin been knowing each other for over 20 years. Yeah. And, so and, I mean, and Kevin Owens is another top guy. Like, you know, but I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I like seeing guys like that, you know, get the opportunity. Not the same people keep getting the opportunity. It, exactly. Because I was getting tired of Jimmy and Jay as being tag team champions. I felt like it was other teams worthy of it. Yeah. And then to finally see them in a streak at WrestleMania, was in a title reign at WrestleMania. And, I was happy. And, and I just hope WWE don't let don't let Bianca lose in the squash match. It, exactly. I agree because to me it, it's it's not I mean it's gonna make make the fans upset. I mean because you don't want to uh create no match that's gonna be predictable and you don't want to disappoint your fans because yeah. that's when you start losing fans because they were they Raiders was in trouble at one point. Yeah. And and really, I, I wish they bring back skill cage matches too. You know. Oh yeah, yeah, I agree. So you know, it's it's a lot. But I was uh, happy that they bought back the war games. Yeah, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like they need, like you know, on Raw and SmackDown, like they they need to uh, bring it back, like hardcore matches, steel cage matches. Yeah, like, I agree. And then what would, yep. And what would be cool is they brought back the hardcore championship, but it seemed like the twenty four seven belt or title had had taken over. Yeah, that that belt don't mean nothing. It, it don't. It ain't as fun as the hardcore championship. Yeah. I, I'm I my most memorable moment when somebody when um when the hardcore championship was out. I want to say Christian um had got the title, but he had slammed the uh, door in somebody's face. I don't know if that was Mighty Molly or Trish. He did that too. Yeah, but mean, but yeah, but this is during the attitude era. So um, so he had uh, got the door and slammed it in somebody's face, 
and then won and won the hardcore title. And then it's like those titles title would change out of nowhere. You wouldn't even expect it. And and I mean, even Damian Breeze, like I, well, he's gonna be a big man independent. Oh yeah, yeah. I feel like Damian's gonna do well though. And that was a good match he had between uh Bad Bunny. Yeah. Oh yeah, they had Bad Bunny did a really good job. Like, yeah, he was... did. Yeah, I, I like Bad Bunny though. Yeah, I mean he he's he's really cool though. And then you could tell he loves the business. Yeah. And then he felt like, and then for him to do it in his hometown, though, or, you know, that was real nice. And I got to say, that match between Zelina Vega and Rhea Ripley was good. Oh, yeah, that was good. Now, now Rhea Ripley out of the females. Uh-huh. That's my girl right there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I do see her being champion for a very long time. But this is what WWE needs to do to make it more interested in the women's division. They need to um, have Bianca Belair versus Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair in the triple threat match for the Undisputed Women's Championship. I think that'll be a good match. It will be. Yeah, but see, that's when the WWE is going to have to really start thinking because, you know, truth be told, I had wanted to see a fatal four-way match at WrestleMania for the Undisputed Women's Champion. I would I I would, have loved to have seen Bianca, Oscar, Rhea, and Charlotte go at it. Yeah. Uh, and then for and then it should have main event at WrestleMania. I think that would have been a match of the year there. Absolutely. Yep. So like I said, they just got to start giving these people pushes, and they got to start doing what makes sense to, in the business. Yeah, I know. I mean, yeah, because again, but you know, but again, like you, you know, in even jubilation, like you know, you, everybody not gonna be happy with the storyline. I mean, it's it's the nature of the business. But at the end of the day, like you know. They always have a, a build up to the story, but I'm just saying that they they got to think about it in these times we live in now. Like you don't you don't want to be too predictable. It, exactly, yeah. Because again, you're gonna run away. You're, you're gonna run away your fans. Yep. And, and, I, and they're and gonna I mean, start. Yeah, and they're gonna start tuning in to AEW, and it's gonna bring you back to the WWE versus WCW moments. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and that was a smart move. Of Vince did. He had to back uh, WCW to stop them from uh, taking over WWE. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, and you see what happened. Eric Bischoff becomes Raw General Manager and, and becomes yeah. a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and that was something. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So is there any advice you want to give to uh, anyone? Or what advice would you give to anyone that's looking to become a wrestler or get in the business as a manager? Yeah. Uh, find a local promotion and just talk to them and, and, and see what happens, you know. But but I think the thing is too, you know, you know, be very direct about what you want and if you want to do it, make it happen, you know. Exactly. Yeah, make it happen and don't let nobody hold you back, you know. Yeah, I agree. I agree, and I, yeah, and I like that message too. So now we're gonna play a game called Which Wrestler Do You Like Better? So I'm just gonna name two wrestlers and you just tell me which one you like better. All right. Okay, so The Rock or Triple H? Uh, The Rock. Okay. <laughs> uh, The Big Show or Kane? Oh, Kane, definitely. Yeah, Kane. Uh, yeah, I figure. I figure. Yeah. Um, The Undertaker or Stone Cold Steve Austin? Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, yeah. The Rattlesnake. Um, Rey Mysterio or Rob Van Dam? Rey Mysterio. Yeah. Booker T or Batista? Oh, Booker T. Yep, yep. Uh, Goldberg or Sting? Uh, Goldberg. Okay, okay. John Cena or HBK? John Cena. All right. Trish Stratus or Lita? 
Trish Stratus. Yeah. Chris Jericho or Edge? Chris Jericho. Okay. AJ Styles or Seth Rollins? Uh, Seth Rollins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he is the man, though. I mean, and I like his gimmick, too. Yeah. Yeah, you could tell he having a lot of fun with that gimmick. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and even like his song, like you know that you know that what how the crowd sing when he come out, like it's all fitting, you know. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But I do wonder how long they're gonna keep the, keep that gimmick for. Well, you know what? Um, and some and some of the people that wrestle at our show, they they actually train in Iowa at his school, actually. You know. So. Uh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, he does have a wrestling school. Um, in Iowa. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, so Seth Rollins is definitely doing his thing, but you know, but you know, but I I feel like you know I, I'm proud of all of them because anybody that's out there pursuing their dream, you know, it, it's it's it's, it's eye opening and it's a blessing, you know. Yeah, it, it is too. And then uh, Seth been a fan since he was a kid because I, yeah. I and they showed a lot of videos of him growing up. He had the Hulk Hogan and the Macho Man Randy Savage pillow uh, wrestling mans, and he was wrestling them and pretending to beat them. Yeah. So yeah, you could tell right there he was uh passionate. He was passionate. He knew that's what he was gonna do. Absolutely, you know, and and I mean it, again, it's a blessing to do what you love, you know. Exactly, because not too many people can say that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So is there anything else you want to leave to the listeners? Uh well, I would just say you know you know don't waste time. Always live with purpose and intention. And if you want to be a pro wrestler, go for it. Make it happen. Exactly. And then know that it is going to be some sacrifices. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and and, and, and one thing I would say that if you do get into the industry, be nice, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's true because that's going to take me back to the uh, Hall of Fame this past year. Well, this, this year's Hall of Fame when Stacey Keebler got inducted. She gave Tori Wilson praise for treating her, you know, like family. Yeah. You know, didn't yeah. look at her no different or anything. Yeah, because that's the key thing. It's it always be nice because no matter who you are, you know, you you you're not you're not you're not above or beneath anybody. You know? Exactly. We're all human, you know. Exactly. You don't want to look down on nobody either because you yeah. wouldn't want nobody looking down on you. Yeah. So yeah, that's what it's all about. Welcoming welcoming people with open arms. Because I would hear stories about when women wrestlers were coming to in were coming to industry, how mean some of them would be to them. Yeah. They stuff will be everywhere in the locker room and all of that stuff. So yeah. Well, not on, and then not only that, like I said, it just it, it's just good to be nice because, like I said, you never you 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 never know. You know, I put it like that. You one thing I would say is that everybody is somebody. Mm-hmm. That's true. And, and you gotta understand that when you when you treat people wrong, you know you don't, you don't know what's gonna be the consequence of doing that. Oh, but I mean, but I always say that you always treat people right. You, you know, I mean, you're going to have some people that's not going to like you for being good either. But I mean, at the end of the day, just be right with people. Mm -hmm. Yep. Treat, yep. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Absolutely. Yep. Because at the end of the day, like everybody's just trying to chase their dream, you know? Exactly. Yep. Yep. I agree with you. So again, Wade, thank you so much for coming on to the show today. I really appreciate you. Oh, it's been real. It's been fun. It's been great. And I appreciate you for having me. Oh yeah. No problem. We probably gonna have to do a part two to this. (laughs) And if you need it, and if you ever need any more um, wrestling guests, I got you. Oh, okay. I appreciate that. I appreciate that so much. 
Because yeah. I do want to give a lot of people an opportunity on this show to just talk oh, yeah. about a lot. Because there's so much that happens in wrestling too that just needs to be discussed. Oh yeah, well I, I look, I I got I got the perfect guest for you. That I think you'll love. Uh... Oh okay, okay, I appreciate that. But yeah, I would say definitely um, message me that. Gotcha. Yeah, I really appreciate that. And then yes, and, and thank you so much again for uh coming along. It was really it, it was really a pleasure and an honor to have you on here. Oh, it was it was fun. I li- I like the flow and everything. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. It just goes show. I mean, I've I've been a fan of this since I was 10 years old, and I'll soon be 30 pretty soon. So that just tells you 20 years. Yeah, that's a blessing, look. Yeah, yeah, it is. All right. Well, take care of yourself. All right, you too. Thank you All so right, much. Take care. No problem. Okay. All right. Well, that's going to do it for Wrestling Discussions, Episode 6. I would like to thank my guest, Wade Simmons, again for stopping by. It was definitely appreciated. And I would like to also thank all the listeners for tuning in. And Episode 7 will be coming out soon. So please tune in. And if anyone is interested, I have some merchandise on my website. So please feel free to browse around. And I will leave the link in the description box. And I will gladly appreciate any comments or reviews on today's episode. And please subscribe to get notifications on new episodes. And also check out Inspiring Discussions, where I discuss inspiring topics. And you all can follow me on Instagram at BlueShades1993, Twitter at AshleyJanae93, and on Facebook by typing in Ashley Janae. So again, thank you all so much for tuning in. I'm your host, Ashley Janae. Stay safe and God bless you all.